Hello everybody and welcome to WTS 158. My name is Danny Murray. And I'm Graham Merrow Merrigan Mania Merrigan. Merrow, how are you mate? Good, how are you? Um, have you have you have you recorded there? I have. That's okay, just making sure. Okay, do you want me to stop and start again for a moment? No, no, no. Okay, alright, fair enough. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've had a lot of technical difficulties. Good, good one, Graham. Now I see why you said that. Yeah, awful bollocks, yeah. We'll get into that, lads, but before we start, something kind of more serious. Um, Sean Moore, uh, we just learned, as we kind of set out to record this one, um, friend of a lot of people from Ballybrack and the Borough, uh, Sean Moore, has been uh, reported as missing now for a couple of weeks. Hopefully by the time... Um, we upload this and people are listening to it he's been found safe and well and it's it's a happy conclusion but if not um, please keep an eye out for Sean and, and hopefully he uh, gets home safe and uh, just thoughts to everybody that knows him really yep yeah. so uh, yeah. words that's it um, on with the show anyway so yeah um, it's just me and Merrill this week because we've had technical difficulties we've had guest difficulty well guest difficulties isn't fair that makes it sound like you know just yeah exactly yeah. scheduling difficulties shall we say um and just a number of factors so uh last week we brought you pizzy carol which was a very popular episode as always when pizzy joins us and we also recorded that week with vivian rath who is a disability activist um, and campaigner but uh Great episode. It was a brilliant episode, and we'd love to be bringing you that right now. But because of some sort of error with software, we can't. Um, basically, we were, we were recording through Skype, um, which has worked fine for the last number of weeks, and fine any other time we've ever recorded through Skype. But for some reason, it shit the bed. Um, and I <laughs> spent, when I say I spent hours, lads, I'm talking like many I spent more than a working day on it trying to salvage it, basically, and uh, back and forth between the software developer and ultimately it resulted in a sorry, nothing we can do for you. So um, the the episode it's probably salvageable somewhere, but not for us. Uh, yeah, not not for us, and not for the lads who developed the software. Anyway, they gave it a shot and they just came back with it. Sorry, we can't we can't do anything. Um, so very sorry to you, the listener, and very, very sorry to Viv, because he was very generous with his time. He said a lot of beautiful things and a lot of great things, and uh, my man... We'll just have to re- we're recording it again. <laughs> yeah, we're going to record it again with him. He's been very sound about it. But uh, yeah, look, just apologies you know, all around. And, uh, it's, look, in fairness, like how many episodes? With this 158, and I think once I forgot to press record for the first seven minutes of an interview. But other than that... Yeah. 158 episodes with basically no glitches is pretty good. What happened with the Michael Graham episode? Remember we were panicking in the hotel? The batteries ran out. Oh, yes. The recorder has a battery indicator which gave no warning at all and the recorder just shut down mid-interview. And we use a Zoom H6 normally to record uh, for anybody who's nerdy out there and wants to sound impressed by that. But anyway, (laughs) it it just shut down. And apparently if that happens, you're actually supposed to take the memory card out and put a different memory card in. I didn't know this because it never happened before. I just whacked new batteries in, loaded it up, and hit record again, and we carried on the interview. Michael Graham was the gent about it. Said, no bother, lads. Do what you have to do. We got it all set up, and it was done and dusted. I went to check the files, and they were there but wouldn't play, and it took... A lot of watching YouTube videos, a lot of reading stuff online, and a lot of asking strangers on the internet for help to salvage it. But, you, <laughs> but, but we got there in the end, um, thanks to Audacity playing an absolute blinder, actually. Um, they, they were very helpful in helping us get it. We had to change frequency waves. We had to do all sorts of stuff. But uh, yeah, we, we were able to get that one back. We were able to salvage the Michael Graham episode. As you said, it only happened three times out of those episodes, all those episodes. Exactly, like, so, you know. It's, Do you remember it's, the, 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 the colonel? And I was 15 minutes in, I was like, 
did you press uh, record? It was it was seven minutes in. It wasn't fifteen oh, was minutes it? in. Yeah, that, I double I double exaggerate things. That's okay. Yeah, that was that's the only other one. The Michael Graham one, like people listening to that, probably wouldn't have even even noticed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, but the 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 Rand, Colonel Randall Larson episode. Um, if people want to ever go back and listen to these, they can, of course. But that was the one where I forgot to press record. That was completely my fault. I was just too engrossed in our discussion about smallpox. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, and you didn't see the red light and you're like, oh. Yeah, once, I, th- I think you kind of nudged me and made me look at it. And I was like, yeah, I oh, shit. So absolutely. Did we tell him it wasn't? No, no, we didn't because he's an American Air Force pilot and I was afraid of what he'd think of us. <laughs> so um, I just shit the bed. <laughs> just shit the bed, hit record and done some subtle editing to make it sound like that I think I actually did say I think when we done the intro outro on that I think I referenced it and said like it will sound like we just jumped in we were talking about this blah 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 blah, blah. I, I can't remember yeah, how we yeah. done it but uh, we got around it we did get around it in the end yeah that was actually a good I enjoyed that one he was a sound man yeah I, he was I, I thought he was yeah but um, um, yeah you can go back and listen to them if you want to lads uh, I can't on remember on Spotify as well on Spotify, yeah. I can't remember the exact yokes off the top of my head. What uh what chapters Episodes they were, not. yeah. I think I think Randall Larson was about eighty seven maybe. Eighty six, eighty seven I want to say. Um Are you checking that now? No, I'm not. I'm scrolling through uh I'm actually on the fantasy football website. <laughs> I want to get me chapter there, me changes in. you've just reminded me to do it because I, I I just keep forgetting. Yeah, I I always have a great interest in it for the first like three weeks of the Premier League. I use my wild card, it does absolutely nothing and I lose all interest in it. That's how it works for me. Yeah, is there a rugby one? Uh yeah, there usually is one. Um especially around like Six Nations time and all that, do you know what I mean? But, is there a club uh, rugby? I don't know. If there is, I haven't entered into it. Uh, there probably right. is, I would imagine there there, there would be some sort of a Definitely for the Guinness Premiership there is, but for the Pro 14, I'm not sure. Must get on to Adam Redmond, former guest on this show and friend of the show, and ask him. He might know, as the communications and media man of the Pro 14. Um, what are you making of the Pope's visit? Have we talked about <laughs> we, we haven't talked about it at all. We're probably the only people who have not fucking talked about this. And I didn't really want to talk about it, but like it's... I'm looking forward to him leaving. <laughs> Can't wait till he's gone. Can't wait. Um, I think it's a big Do you d- Sorry, go on. No, I was going to say, like, he's he's over, I think he's over partially for the world families, or sort of world, what's the, that group called? Yeah, the World Festival of Family, or the World Family. Families. Yeah. And um, I think they're putting some of the, bit, fitting some of the bills for it. And then the government fitting some of the bills as well. I think I think the figures being raised is thirty two million. Thirty two million is costing the Irish taxpayer. But I think twenty million is the cost on the taxpayer and twelve from the the festival of families. I think. All right. Well, I, I thought the taxpayer was putting the thirty two to be honest. But I like I have paid. I think it's I think it's still it's I think it's still twenty million too much. Oh yeah, whatever amount it is, is too much. Like the, the, why, what, why are you paying for at all? Why can't uh, the Pope, um, who, which the Catholic Church have billions upon billions yeah. available to them, why can't they fund their own trips? Well, this is it. It's I don't know um, exactly how much they're worth. I would imagine they are worth in excess of two hundred billion. That would be. I think I heard that figure during the week. So, you know. <sighs> The amount of money the Catholic Church has, it makes absolutely no sense at all for a state to pay for the head of that church. Would they pay for if I I, I don't know what what would be the equivalent of a caliphate? If if the Muslims had a caliphate, would they pay for the caliphate to come to Ireland to celebrate a, a Muslim yoke? No, they wouldn't. You know, um, they're not going to pay. But, 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 but Catholicism is the, is the most um, practiced religion in Ireland, so that, that would be that excuse. But the, the most practiced religion in Ireland in a very declining environment. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you, I don't know, you could you could argue fucking 
black magic is the most practiced form of magic in Ireland, it doesn't mean that it makes it more fucking important than anything else. The simple fact is that, you know, if people want to celebrate their religion, let them celebrate their religion, but give them equal footing. You're not going to give, mm-hmm. you're not going to give, you know, the leader of the Jewish community that kind of reception. You're not going to give the leader of, we say we're a, we're, a, we're a secular society. We say we're an equal society. We say all children are cherished equal. I hate bringing that fucking quote up, but that's the one that gets bandied about. Yeah, clearly that isn't the case. Because as much as we talk about separating church and state in this country, we don't. We give a massive preference towards one. Yeah. And do you, did, did you watch um, Wild Wild Country? I didn't. I haven't watched anything of it. Because uh, some of the photos I've seen from the Phoenix Park where the stage is set for it and so, some of the pictures like um, just of how far back, just the, the, the whole size of the operation, it just reminds me of scenes from Wild Wild Country where, you know, no, just a, a cult going into a town and taking over. Now, I'm not saying the Catholic Church are coming into Dublin and taking over. There's an element of it it where, you know, Dublin is at a standstill from Saturday 7 a.m. till Tuesday 7 a.m. where you can't drive into Dublin City. Like, there's loads of road closures. I do have have an issue um, with... So he's gone around the Pope Mobile and he's gone around the main thoroughfares kind of streets of, of Dublin now the gay pride march the last two years has been restricted to back lanes yeah yeah. but this guy and he this lad's going to be able to go where he wants literally yeah like what, he, what, what, what is the benefit of this visit publicity uh, you know for him or for us both both I'm sure that the Government will be looking at this very much as an exercise in a roll out the green carpet. Look at what a great country we are. Wouldn't you like to come and visit us? Are you a Catholic out there in America? Would you not come home to the old sod? Look at us. We're still a Catholic country. We're still great. Are you a Christian over there in in, in Europe? Are you hot? Look at this. Look what we're able to do. Look at our beautiful, beautiful park here in Dublin. Do you know what I mean? Where else would you get a parkland so vast and so beautiful in the capital of any other country? You know, all this kind of stuff like... It's um, so. Then, is it a benefit? They, they won't know until I, I, I suppose. Well, I suppose. Look, they're going to manipulate it and make the numbers crunched in a way that it sounds. There's no like, way you can build that. Like, do you know what I mean? If someone's ah, there, there, over, there, there is a bit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you, there, there's certain things you can reference back to, and there's certain things that you can kind of show. Like, based off this event, we've seen an influx in, you know, airport travel. We've seen an influx in hotel bookings. We've seen an influx in. All those kind of things. So, like, you know, you got to bounce off the back of it. Like, for example, when, uh, and you're going to hate this, but when the Queen visited a number of years ago, there was a boost in tourists coming from across the water. You know what I mean? When Obama visited um, a couple of years ago, the same year, actually, as the Queen, th- there was a little bit of a boost in terms of American numbers. Same with, like, when you see things like the, was it Notre Dame played... I can't remember. It was in America. Oh yeah, that's what Exactly, like that in itself is one because that's a tourist attraction. That's what fifty thousand people in the Aviva for an American football match. You've got the entire squad of two American football teams. A lot of their friends, a lot of their families, just general supporters of that. You know what I mean? So all those kind of things you can directly reference it. So I would imagine with this they'll be able to say, "Oh yeah, you know," and I'm sure knock. The shrine over in the west that'll probably get a boost, and you'll hear of, oh, we had you know far higher numbers visiting Knock than we've ever had before, and all this kind of stuff. Like I get it, like a papal visit is significant. I understand that, and especially to people out there who are devout. Catholics, Look, if it didn't, how come we've only had two? Ah, uh, he's a busy man. <laughs> mm. <laughs> too too busy on grinder, I guess, to come over more frequently. Um, <laughs> Is, is it because the decline in Catholicism? He's trying or, to come over sorry, and save it? Or Tinder. Or Tinder. I don't know what way he sways. Um, is, is it because of the decline in Catholicism, though, that he might think, you know, they didn't have to come over that often in, in the, the in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever, because Ireland was run with an iron fist by the Catholic Church? 
79 was kind of like a, a thank you and now so many years later is this kind of like him trying to salvage something did has it only been twice did did the pope not come over when dev had his the, the big what's the big catholic fucking conference thing that only happens every so often the eucharistic congress that's the word. Oh, the Eucharist Congress. Did that, did that happen in like pope? the 30s? And it was a huge deal for Ireland to get that. I can't remember if a Pope came over that or not. I, like, sure I don't I think so because I read an article today by Finder O'Toole and yeah. it said like, he was making reference to the fact that two sitting popes have only ever visited Ireland. Ah, uh, well, then, yeah, fair enough. Then, then one didn't come over. I, I take Finton um, to be a knowledgeable. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I mean. Is he coming over though to try and salvage something and to try and get more more support for Catholicism or try and revo- revive it in Ireland? Yeah, 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 definitely. You could say that. Like, you could definitely say that that's uh, that's part of it. It's. I would imagine the the church uh, looks at things and says, "Okay, you know, we once had strongholds in X, Y, Z. Maybe we need to try and reignite that flame." I don't think the Pope is strong enough for character to set the world like put it this way after the visit in 1979 I think we all know a John Paul that's coming up to the age of 40 you know yeah. what I mean we all know somebody with the name John Paul who's, who's who's of age I don't think we'll see as what's this lad's name even I can't even remember his name man. we're not gonna oh, yeah we're not gonna see a lot of Franny's walking around in nine months time <laughs> you know what I mean Um now and like there's still loads of there's still enough like there's still loads of tickets left for it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and like seventy five percent, seventy five percent of Irish people in seventy nine went to see the Pope. There's not like there's not going to be near that figure this no, time there, around. There, there was a poll during the week that said what eighty two percent of people don't want them here or something like that. They couldn't give a shite like. Um. Look, personally speaking, I'm like, yeah, do you know what? If people want to do it and people want to go to it, fine, go to it and all that kind of shit. But I don't think it deserves... Oh, absolutely. I don't think it deserves anywhere near the platform it's been given. I don't think it deserves the treatment it's been given. I am desperately, desperately appalled and alarmed at the... What's the word I'm looking for? The, the way that accountability isn't being sought as a key... Um, a key driver of this visit. There's been talk of it, and apparently he will meet with uh, survivors of institutional abuse from the hands of the Catholic Yeah, but the, the survivors were the ones that had to pick that up, though. That wasn't, that exactly, wasn't on yeah. the back of the Vatican. The Vatican didn't say, right, we're going to Ireland, let's meet survivors. The survivors were protesting and saying, why won't he meet us? Why, like, yeah. you know... There were certain people like Mary McAleese hasn't been invited to anything because she's been outspoken and yeah. outspoken brilliantly. And she's she's a practicing Catholic and she's been brilliant in her in her articles and in her radio appearances saying to the Catholic Church, you need to move on, lads. You need to stop being misogynist. You need to allow women in. You need to say sorry for your clerical abuse, your systematic cover ups, you know. And now, you know, you had someone like Maddie McGrath tell Mary Mary McAleese, uh, Mary McAleese to put a pipe in it like just stop hogging the airwaves as was his quote uh, Maddie McGrath is a cop the fuck on as well he's an awful pain in the hole I think but like yeah. it, it, like I mean this whole thing as well as that Pennsylvania did you see the Pennsylvania stuff this week as well yeah like like what the fuck I just, I do not understand, I do not understand how this business, because that's what it fucking is at this point, it is a money-making machine, that fucking family thing that's going on in the RDS, they're selling Pope dolls, action figures of the fucking Pope. 35 bleeding euro. Yeah, and it's like, oh yeah, no, we're going for a bit of communion and to talk about how the Catholic Church will be great for families in Ireland and how it'll support and keep the children of Ireland safe. Here, pull the other one, mate. Get, no, you're not. You're a money-making empire. You're a money-making empire that probably has a little bit of fear of the afterlife, so you're hedging your bets and hoping that if you're a good Catholic, if there is something up above, you get in. Got news for you. There ain't. You won't. Done. 
You know what I mean? Like I just I've I've no time at all for this. And it I'm very conscious of it that I sound as though I'm I'm just attacking the Catholic Church. It's not. Put the same treatment of this visa on any other religion and I'd say the same things, but just tailor the argument against their bullshit beliefs too. Live and let fucking live. End of story. You don't need a big imaginary yoke in the sky telling you how to live your life. Don't yeah. But as well as that, um, I mean, we go back to the, the money cost. Yeah. Like some of the abuse victims in Ireland still haven't been paid their compensation because they say they don't have it. Yeah. What do you mean you don't do you know? have it? The, the king of fucking Rome is going to be over here wearing silk garbs that probably cost thousands of euro. His hat, his hat alone is going to be worth north of 30,000 fucking euro. You know what yeah. I mean? And we don't have the money to... Okay, if you don't have the cash, give them some of the clothes off your back. They'll fucking sell that in the high street and earn a fortune. Yeah, absolutely. Back to Rome with you so you can sit on your little pointy chair and pontificate, you awful shite. I've just... I've no time for it. Like, I just... It really bothers me the, the, the way this is carrying on and the the arrogance and, like... I can't do, you think Leo will, do you think Leo will force him to apologise? I don't think Leo could force his way out of a fucking paper bag if he found the opening. Yeah. Like he's Leo is benevolent to the to the nth degree. He's a man who wants to come off as strong, he wants to come off as hip and trendy, but he will bend over backwards to You know he has a book coming out. I've seen that. I've seen that on Twitter the other day. Two lads have wrote, I can't remember their names. But I think the problem with Leo is that he has very little backbone in the sense of he will do anything and say anything to any world leader if it makes him seem like mates that's that's yeah. that's not leadership that's just being a lickers uh, yeah very much so like he's just yeah I don't know I'm getting very frustrated talking about this man yeah but a lot of people are do you know what I mean and when uh, prime time during the week did a good episode and you know people were were referencing the tune babies like the June Babies thing is probably one of the worst atrocities that's ever happened on this island. Uh, yeah, yeah. 700 plus babies found in a septic tank. Do you know? And there's no, there's no, um, there's no real kind of remorse or real kind of apology or, mm. you know, it's just all cover up. It's just cover up after cover up after cover up after cover up. And there's still, you know, even when the Pope or the Vatican release a statement in acknowledgement of this. It's always like, uh, prayer and penance, prayer and penance. Yeah. But there was another, do you remember the thing I, did I send you with the other day? A screenshot. Sorry, I'm veering off, but yeah, so many atrocities and stuff have happened at the hands of the Catholic church on this island that you can see why people are criticized. You know, like did, did the Pope single handedly have any involvement in that? No. did, are all priests like that? No. But they have to be more open. Like, you've got this thing of uh, the fa- the Festival of Family out going on. I mean, th- th- that's that's not accepting all families. That's not accepting families. No, if you have people at that Festival of Family who are of the belief that homosexuality is the problem and homosexuality is what causes paedophile priests. The, yeah, The, the exactly. two issues aren't intertwined, lads. There's no connection at all with paedophilia and homosexuality. So get that view the fuck out of, not just out of your religion, not just out of your fucking vocab, not just out of your head, just get it the fuck out of everything. There is absolutely nothing. There is not one tiny, not point zero 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 one percent of a link between homosexuality and paedophilia. Just stop with that nonsense. Like Absolutely nonsense. I don't... Look, I have a massive problem. I completely agree with what you were saying there a second ago. Are all priests fucking arseholes? No, they're not. Are all Christian brothers arseholes? No, they're not. Are, are all nuns arseholes? No. Is the Pope an arsehole? Possibly. Couldn't tell you. Don't know him. <laughs> what I do know is their organisation, their employer, systematically decreed and gave orders to cover up, hide, and try to sweep away the sexual abuse, physical, mental, 
all the abuse and then murder of thousands of people. Yeah. If if you distill that down to a country and it was the president of a country, you would be screaming for their head. You Absolutely. Would not, you would not tolerate it. Just because this prick happens to claim that he's closer to your imaginary friend in the sky, all right, it doesn't make it any less of an atrocity than if Donald Trump done it, than if Vladimir Putin done it, than if Pol Pot done it, Genghis Khan. It doesn't make a fucking blind bit of difference. The simple fact here is crimes are committed and nobody in your business is fucking being properly held to account and it's disgusting and if you can sit there and eat your holy fucking bit of wafer your haunted bread as blind boy calls it if you can sit there and drink that and fucking sip on your little glass of wine and think everything is a-okay and you're going to a good place i fucking hope you're wrong and i genuinely mean that like I don't think mm. anybody who was complicit in the cover-up of any of this stuff is deserving of any spot in any nice afterlife, if such a thing exists. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I agree with most of the things you say there. I also want to say, though, like, if people, if people want a religion, you know, have it. Do you know what I mean? I, oh, I wouldn't yeah, be criticizing yeah. Catholics, do you know what I mean? It, no, it's I'm not, just, I'm not, I'm not criticizing. it's their teachers. It's I'm, their teachers and it's their people like the Iona Institute that are defending it. I'm fine with people being a Catholic if they want to be a Catholic, so long as they accept and they acknowledge and they are against what has happened. I'm fine with people being Absolutely. a Catholic. I'm fine with people having their religion. I'm fine with people having whatever they want. Just A, don't fucking force it upon me or anybody else for that matter. And B, don't, don't hide away from the atrocities that have happened and don't try to use the crutch of it's not all priests it's not all bollocks the head of your organisation the, the, the fucking seat the holy see were complicit in covering it up hold them fucking accountable don't, yeah. turn, don't turn the other cheek as your bible tells you to hold them fucking accountable because it's wrong do you think he'll apologise? no well yeah he, he probably will but it'll be meaningless and it'll be so shrouded in fucking PR speak and <laughs> what are they afraid of? lawsuits after lawsuits after lawsuits so I mean the Catholic Church should fear nothing other than not getting into their precious fucking heaven realistically right. the, the, the end goal should be for any Catholic that they get into heaven they, they get into fucking beside Jesus and they get to watch Netflix and chill or whatever right that should be their end goal but <laughs> What they're afraid of is lawsuits. What they're afraid of is decline in the numbers of people who call themselves Catholic. What they're afraid of is monetary fucking depreciation. Which are all the things that Jesus would have said, we don't need it. You yeah. know what I mean? So, I don't know. And that nice to talk about? <laughs> no, you've really annoyed me with this topic. <laughs> I'm sorry, it was just... It's been it's been everywhere, like and like I've got friends who are who are Catholics, and I haven't spoke to them about, it and I don't intend on yeah, no, really to let, let them. Like if look, if somebody's going to it, like I mean, grand. Like I, honestly, I I don't actually care enough to 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 ever have this debate with somebody properly. Like it's just you and I are having this conversation. Sometimes this podcast turns into a conversation between you and I, and I forget that there may be thousands of people listening at the end of it. Yes, lads. That's what I was trying to say. That's what I was trying to say. They can be Catholics. Like, yeah, like, I'm never going to fucking... Like, I'm not going to stand just, outside a church just, and stop just, somebody going in. Do you know what I mean? I'm just... None of us, none, neither of us believe in religion, though. Do you know what I mean? So, any organised religion. Any organised yeah. religion. I don't believe in any... If you want to believe in something, believe in it. By all means, go ahead. I wish I wasn't such a fucking cynic and I had... Like, not believing... Being, being fucking a nihilist is boring. You know what I mean? There's, there's no excitement in it. There's no, there's not even a, 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 a tiny thing in my mind that says, maybe I'm wrong, Dan. Maybe there is something deadly afterwards. For me, it's very boring. When the lights go off at the end of this journey, the lights go off. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like, I'm not in any Which, way. Do you think, though, people, as they get older, just see comfort in that? And then, you know, it's an insecurity that they um, they want to believe 
in an afterlife. So their yeah. only way of believing that there is is that they, they look to a religion and the religion kind of tells you, you know. But the, the thing I find nuts is that the religion tells you that the afterlife is better than life. Yeah, yeah and that's... In all if, religions, and that's nuts. Yeah, but if you look back through history, that that's a reoccurring theme, and that goes way, way, way back to, to all the ancient civilizations. It's this whole idea of... It, it is a comfort thing, but it's this idea of be good in this life and you'll be rewarded in the next. So it builds up this whole thing of a societal structure and it builds up this notion of kind of like, you know, this isn't it, there is more. And that goes back beyond the ancient Greeks, it goes back to the Romans. If you look at the whole Spartan logic, the whole idea of witcher shield are on it, and that stems to this whole idea of die in a battle defending what is true and what is right, and if you do, you'll be rewarded. And don't shy away from it. Don't be a coward, because that's how you'll end up in... I think the Romans had it had a slightly different in the sense that, you know... Not the Romans, sorry, the, some of the Greeks did anyway. They, they just believed in Hades, the underworld. And you'd pay the boatman, and you'd go there, and it was just wailing misery, because you weren't with friends, you weren't with family, you were whatever. But this idea of a positive afterlife started to emerge after that. And, like... I get it. People probably do want comfort. It is scary, you know. Like I, I can only imagine what it's like to know that you're you're on the way out, kind of thing. I, yeah, you know. But uh, it's a comfort factor, definitely for people. And Oops. if people if people believe it, more power to you. And I hope you're right. I hope what whatever you believe is next is next. I, I want yeah. to. I want to be wrong, you know. But it's just not for me, lads. It's just not for me. Come here, um, you're recording in your kitchen there and I expected to hear loads of interference from the dogs, but yeah, they've yeah. been very good. Um, yeah, so far, Lupo's just there tuning an old toy. Hang on, I'll give you a blast from there. Um, uh, where is he? Oh, yeah. Lupo. Where is he? Oh, there he goes. Yeah, look. Ah, she's gorgeous. That's a he, bud. He's a he. Uh, he's gorgeous. He's staring right at you there. He's like, he's like, what's this lad? What's going I know, on? But I can't. Just move it to the bit to the left. Ah, oh, there we go. Yeah, can you see him now? Hello. Hey, yeah. I'm giving you loads there. Hang on, I'll give you... Ah, oh, Callie's moved. Hang on, I'm not sure if you'll be able to see Callie now. Who's Callie? Oh, no, no, she's a bit... Hang on. Can you, you tell... I, I can radiate What about now? Can you see her now? I can see her arse. <laughs> yeah, she's lying down at the foot of the table there, so... Um... The, the old dogs have been very good. Have you ever had any cats? Fucking... Mero, you could not have had a better segue. Thank you. Thank you. I'm about to tell a tale of woe. Um, <laughs> so we uh, like anybody who listens regularly will know I've only recently moved into this house and uh, was it last week? Yeah, last two, last Monday, last Monday we came home um, in the evening and in the back garden was a little kitten, stray kitten, um, who looked like he'd been going a couple of rounds in the UFC octagon. God bless him. But uh, <laughs> the the lovely Oksana is is a cat person. I'm a dog person. Um, and she straight away went out, picked him up and was like, oh my God, we have to help him, we have to help him, we have to help him. So she brought him in. She got a little box and like put an old t-shirt in it to keep him warm, gave him some milk, all this kind of thing. Trying to nurse him, trying to help him. And in the meantime, I was trying to contact shelters or trying to ring a vet or trying to whatever to find out what we do with this thing. Uh, it it was late. Well, it was late-ish. It was kind of eight o'clock, nine o'clock. So all the shelters and vets and all were closed. The one shelter we got through to wasn't taking any any pets or any cats or anything in. Um, so in the meantime, the cat had had a little nap, had drank all the milk, and looked like I had the the biggest bout of second wind I've ever seen in my life. He was trying to <laughs> escape the box and he was bombing around the place. So I was like, look. He probably is someone's kitten. He's just had a rough day or two. Like, let's just release him back and let and let him go. She was reluctant at first, but when she seen him bombing around the guy, she was like, yeah, all right, fair enough. So I put him up on the wall out the back where he came from. And sure enough, he skirted off into the evening dusk, never to be seen again. Or so I thought. <laughs> Went to bed that night. And uh, I'm woken up. At about half one in the morning to fucking screaming. I thought somebody had broken into the house. I didn't know what was going on in in me jocks and me finest. I sprint down the <laughs> stairs. Now, 
what I encountered next was a scene of fucking blood everywhere. The lovely Oksana in pure shock. And, and I didn't know what was going on. What had happened was the dogs had barked and Cubes got up to let them out. It was dark. She was still half asleep. She didn't bother checking the back garden. And, and I wouldn't do it either if I was in her situation. But the little kitten had come back uh, in the night and was trying had got back into the little box that she had made him for a nighttime kip. And the two wannabe wolves that I live with don't particularly <laughs> like cats. Uh, so Callie, the older one, grabbed the kitten. There was fucking chaos that ensued. Cubes tried to get the kitten off the dog. She succeeded, but the kitten was in fight mode and panicked and bit Oksana six times on the hand. Six uh, times? Six times. Six bites, six puncher wounds she has on her hand are still there. Um, where what, over 10 days later, like they're still. Um, so uh, she let the cat go because the bite like just the oh shit you know it's something you hurt your hand you like your hand reflexed and it just dropped the dog got the cat again cubes got the cat back off the dog raced inside kicked the dogs outside all the screaming's going on this is where i entered the room to see fucking blood everywhere not knowing what's going on what did you say i was like what the fuck what's going on what's going on like i, was, I didn't know like not one drop of blood was that cat's just for any fucking Peter or Peter people out there. All the blood shed in this story comes from Oksana. Okay. Yeah. However, the story does not have a happy ending. Oh, wow. The, the kitten is no longer with us. The kitten has gone to one of the many animal gods that people may believe in out there. Uh, I'm not sure if... Animal Catholics. All the animal Catholics. He's in animal heaven. Um, I'm not sure if uh, Callie gave a death blow in terms of the bite on the neck, or I'm not sure if the cat just had a little fucking heart attack out of the sheer shock of everything that was going on. Yeah. All, all I know is the kitten passed away. Very sad. I'm not saying it's not sad. I'm not trying to make light of that. Oksana was very upset about it. She She was in shock about it. But she'd been bitten six times by a cat and this cat was potentially feral and she was bleeding. So, two o'clock in the morning, we ventured into Port Leash A&E. Um, we were there for a number of hours. She got a tetanus shot. She got given antibiotics because I didn't notice, but apparently cat bites are fucking nasty and can carry all kinds of shit. Really? Yeah, apparently like it's far worse to be bitten by a cat than it is to be bitten by a dog. What's feral mean again? Wild, just like fucking not over domestic. Um, uh, yeah. Okay, so yeah, because they go, of course. And it was so, a kitten, was it? Or was it a... It was, it was a young... It was, yeah, I would call it a kitten. It definitely wasn't a, a fully grown cat. Like it was only a little small, little dainty thing, you know what I mean? Um, but it, You put so, pictures of it on Twitter and people are telling you to keep it. Yeah, well, I, I live with two wannabe wolves. Like, I, we couldn't possibly have kept it. You know what I mean? Um, A and E doctor gives cubes the tetanus, gives her the antibiotics, says to her, "There are no known cases of rabies in the country at the moment. However, I will be referring this to another doctor just in case. Um, so, if you don't hear from us, no news is good news. If you do hear from us," Something is wrong. I've gone to work at this point with no fucking sleep. I'm living on four coffees and fucking Bruce Springsteen and my eardrums to keep me awake. I get a text message at about 11 o'clock just saying, Dan, we're in trouble. (laughs) I ring cubes and look what the fuck is going on. The hospital rang. I have to go to uh, St. James's Hospital to the uh, infectious disease clinic. Oh my God. I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? And she's like, the cat bite, the cat, they, they told me not to panic, they told me everything's all right, but I have to go to the infectious disease clinic. They've made an appointment for me. I've, I have the doctor's name. I have to go collect the letter and we have to go. Like, all right, grand. Get the letter into James's hospital. 
neither of us were expecting the infectious disease clinic in St. James's to actually be the STI clinic. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so we, we get there and we're looking for an infectious disease clinic when in actual fact in St. James's it has a different name altogether and all the staff know it as, oh, the STI clinic. <laughs> so we're oh anyway. So we get there. We rock up to reception. There's a, a little kind of hatch type thing on the window. Cubes goes up to the window to this chap who who was lovely. Don't use a gent. He looked about twelve years of age. He's probably making his confirmation with the Pope. Um, <laughs> and uh, says says to him, I have a letter here. I have to see Doctor. Whatever our name was, and he's like, yeah. "All right, is it your first time here?" She says, "Yeah." I need you to fill in a chart for me. Pop it back over to me when you're done. No bother, says Cubes. Still unaware. We're at this point, sorry, we're still unaware it's an STI clinic. <laughs> Cubes starts to fill in the form. I'm just on my phone browsing through Instagram. And uh, she nudges me and just leans the clipboard towards me and points at a list of STIs. And I'm like, what's that? And she's like, it's asking which one of the following do I have? And I'm like, and do you have any of them? She says, no. I said, well, then fucking tick no. Like, <laughs> so, so she ticks no on every one of them. Signs the form, brings it back up to the hatch. Your man takes it off or goes to turn away, looks the form and looks back a whore and goes, you've ticked no on all of these. And she's like, yeah, I know. He's like, you know, this is the HIV clinic though, the STI clinic. Like, you've ticked no on all of these. She's like, yeah. He's like, but this is an STI clinic. Have you not been diagnosed with one of these STIs? No. And she's like, no, no, I got bitten by a cat. He's like, you what? She's like, what? I was bitten by a cat and I was sent here. And he's like, you're a bit, it's an STI clinic. <laughs> like he just, <laughs> so anyway, then he, he goes off, sees another lad. Your man kind of, the other lad turns and says, bitten by a cat, were you? She's like, yeah. All right, hang on a sec, blah, blah, blah. They get the doctor in question who wasn't even meant to be in the clinic that day. wasn't meant to be on duty or anything. That doctor came down, brings us into a little room, has a chat with our looks at Cube's hand, does some kind of pokey tests and swabs and whatever, asks her what happened. She regales the story. I've just regaled you it. Uh, <laughs> doctor turns around her. She was only a young doctor. She was lovely. She goes, uh, did you get a tetanus, did you? She goes, yeah, I did, yeah. Shoulder or arse? Cube's goes, me, me shoulder. <laughs> the doctor they just don't do old school anymore did they <laughs> just gets on with it Cubes I would like to say at this point ladies and gentlemen has been given a clean bill of health she has I'm not say she's cleaner what? yeah she hasn't contracted syphilis or, or HIV or, or crabs or, or gonorrhea or fucking rabies <laughs> or any of those things Um not that there's that. If if you are living with one of those, I hope you're getting the medical attention that you need. Thankfully, the, <laughs> thankfully, the lovely Oksana has managed to avert such a situation for now, at least, um, and just has to live with the trauma of having the the bite marks on her hand and the awful, awful memories of the night that it all went to shit with a cat and Callie. Did you ever get to name the cat? Did we ever get to name the cat? We didn't. We didn't. Right. Um. If any of our listeners want to suggest a name for the now deceased <laughs> no. kitten, and I'll erect an, a memorial to the cat somewhere uh, out the bag. Yeah, out, out the two. Out the wolves. Um, it was a fucking traumatic twenty-four hours, though, man. Like genuinely, it was, fuck me, like no sleep. So yeah, I was a very tired boy for a couple of days there, trying to catch up on everything. Deadly. Um, but yeah, that's thanks for asking. Never ever had a cat to segue to that story <laughs> I needed to bring it up because I wanted everyone to hear it um, just um, Christy Moore is playing his dates at Christmas everyone should go to that uh, Six Nights on Vicar Street is it? yeah yeah. they're just traditional Christmas nights before Christmas and after Christmas and uh, it's a must 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 see gig tickets will be gone they're gone on sale next Wednesday they'll be gone like gold dust not the <laughs> Do you know what's deadly? Speaking of wrestling, that um, Twitter page, Nineties Wrestling. Nineties, it's my favorite Twitter page at the moment. I don't know where uh, they're getting the clips from, but it's fucking brilliant. At Nineties WWE, it's absolutely brilliant. They're getting the clips off the network, man. 
Are they? Yeah, yeah, because oh. there's a few of them that comes up WWE Network. Not all of them now. Yeah, I hadn't noticed the WWE Network, so, but that makes perfect sense then. Yeah, like that. Yeah, okay. But uh, they've been showing a lot of attitude here to stuff at the moment. Um, and yeah, it's, it's brilliant to watch. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Oh, after my little rant and now my traumatic story, I'm, I'm wrecked. Yeah. I just Sam. Want- you know, I just want to say sorry to anybody who might have been upset by uh, by your boat to your lands by my outlandish attack on religion and I'd just like to take this opportunity to say I'm not sorry and I'd do it again oh wow yeah I don't mind religion once it's practiced okay and don't be a missionary about it don't be a dickhead about it yeah and I'm fully conscious of just being a dickhead against religion but yeah I completely agree with what you said yeah just mm-hmm. don't 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 think that you get special treatment because your chap wears silkier robes than the next chap. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, like, that, start on religion, end on religion. But I think the Bible, when it was written, um, was a set of guidelines on how to live your life. But that was during a time where there was no direction from anybody. Um, but it evolved. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. people know how to live their life. They don't, don't like this whole idea of you have to live your life by rules is ridiculous. Like, yeah, like it's like I mean, like even even Jordan Peterson's book, The Twelve Rules. Would you get a grip? Shut up, Jordan Peterson, you bell end. Um, look, it's for the vast majority of people, bar those who are mentally unstable. It's very simple. Just don't be a dickhead. Just. Everybody has yeah. the ability to differentiate between right and wrong, so long as they don't have a mental deficiency that prohibits that. Yeah. Uh, do the right thing. Absolutely. Do the, just do the right thing. And if in your head the right thing is going to a place of worship and following the guidelines of that particular organisation, have at it, so long as you're not hurting anybody else and nobody's being hurt yeah. in the process of it. Fucking have at it, lads. Don't worry about a fat bloke ranting on a podcast. Just be, just you know? be open, though, to all sections of society. Yeah. Don't segregate who can join your church. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we actually just... <laughs> we're jumping. We're jumping. The, uh, just, we, we mentioned why the Viv Rat episode didn't happen this week. We also yeah. tried... With, with everything going on in America, we did try to also land another podcast to talk a little bit about your favourite president and mine... Um, however, that also couldn't be put together, but we do have a really, really good one coming up for you lads. And if you're looking for a podcast or if you're looking to get an idea of what's going on with Trump without having to actually wade through a lot of bullshit, there's a podcast called Muller She Row. Brilliant name for a fucking podcast, by the way. Um, yeah. And it focuses on everything going on around the Mueller investigation into Trump. It's funny. It's it's kind of in, informal comedy, but also informative, if that makes sense. So, yeah. But give it a look, and uh, we we might be doing something along those lines over the next couple of weeks as well. Also, we might be doing something over the next couple of weeks, uh, and give the podcast something to wrestle with. Uh, yeah, don't 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 pull that in too far behind that curtain out now, young man. What <laughs> uh, said, might. Yeah, we we might. We might be indulging in our mutual uh, appreciation of pro wrestling a little bit more on this podcast. And we yeah. might, might be doing something with what is arguably the hottest wrestling podcast on the planet at the moment. Absolutely. Might, though. Might. might. Yeah, I'm, I'm emphasizing that. Like, I'm not saying that, you know, we are. <laughs> I'm just saying we <laughs> might. We're not saying anything. Um, that's it, then. Yeah, very ranty. That's it for another week. I apologise, this podcast is probably 80% of me ranting. So I it is, yeah. yeah. Don't, ask me, that, don't ask me about that sort of thing in future, please. And what do you think about religion? I'm only joking. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> you can listen. The next time a post visits here, I'm going on holidays, by the way. You can listen to us on Spotify, Podcast Republic, Stitcher, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, just search WTS pod. What else, Dan? 
you can check out WTSPod.com. You can jump onto Twitter and tweet us at WTSPod with all your names for the now uh, deceased kitten that visited me a little while ago. Or just to let us know your thoughts on hashtag Pope in Ireland. You can also... With a stupid emoji. Fucking ridiculous emoji. Uh, you can also get in touch with us uh, on Facebook if you want. Facebook.com forward slash WTSPod Ireland. And you can hit us up however you want, lads, on any of the social medias to give us suggestions for guests, suggestions for episodes, ideas, thoughts. Even if you just want to share a little a little word or two with us or say hello, feel free to pop by and do so. We'll welcome you with a warm embrace and a pat on the arse and say, Absolutely. hell yeah, hell yeah. In a non-priestly way. No, in a very platonic, all right, me, pat on the arse kind of way. <laughs> there'll, be, so then, there'll be no hashtag me too movements following any WTS pod pats on the arse <laughs> we need to get back on the Facebook page actually I've lost all interest in Facebook that's the problem you see that's the problem with me because I'm just on Instagram and Twitter do you know what actually right do you know what I think you and I should call out Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk and challenge them both to a tag team match at the next OTT OTT last week was unbelievable that segue I see in the background there, was it? No, that was unreal. We just have to give him the plugs and the outro there, but OTT last week in, in a GA hall with about 800, 900 people sold out and to have um, a main event from an Irish pro wrestling company that had the atmosphere that that, that, that created was beyond that I ever thought was going to happen in Irish, in Irish pro wrestling circles. But everyone knows that. So everyone needs to go. We lost Mero for a second. Oh, he's back. Did somebody try to ring Every, you? Everyone, Did someone, someone try tried to, to ring So we yeah. just lost Mero for about 10 seconds there because he went on hold because somebody tried to ring him during the podcast. Yeah. If, it was, if you're listening to this person who interrupted the podcast, you rang at about 10 past 5 on Friday the 24th of August ate me yeah. shy and don't ever interrupt my conversation again never again but that was it everyone go out to the wrestling if you're in the pro wrestling until next time Danny clear eyes full hearts can't lose too sweet woo good luck bye